Hey everyone, this is Erin Harrigan, the Hustle with Heart Coach, welcoming you to the podcast that helps entrepreneurs align results with God's truth. My mission is to free you from the struggle of how to bridge faith and business as a God-centered entrepreneur and to equip you to pursue success God's way. When that happens, we experience the joy of building a fruitful business that honors Him and serves His people. So let's get started. Welcome back to our next episode in the Hustle with Heart interview series. I am thrilled to bring you my friend and God-centered entrepreneur, Jessica Koch of Jessica Koch Consulting. One of the things I love about Jessica's story is it truly is a testament to the thought and the truth of God opening the doors and us walking through. I hope you will glean so much from this interview. So let's listen in. Welcome, everybody, to the Weekly Dose in the Pursuing Success God's Way community, coming to you live with the Hustle with Heart Entrepreneur Interview Series and my friend, Jessica Koch. So I'm super excited to bring Jessica. We actually had pre-recorded this, and I don't know where it went. So we're re-recording <laughs> it because you know what? The Holy Spirit just meant for us to be back together and to be live with you tonight in our Pursuing Success God's Way community. So Jessica, welcome to the Hustle with Heart interview series. It's so good to have you again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. So what I'd love to do, Jessica, is for you to just share a little bit about you um, and your Hustle with Heart business journey. Um, sort of what do you do and how did you get to be doing that? So... Um, Really, I was at a point where as I had gone through a sales and marketing career um, nationally, I worked for other firms, it was big, big business development for them. I did government sales and government contracts all across the country. I spoke at a lot of um, big conferences, including for like executive directors of um, county government and power cooperative CFOs and superintendents of public schools. We worked with the Fortune 1000. So I did all this stuff building for other people. And, um, you know, timing just worked out that it was time uh, to make a change after 15 years with one firm. I kind of, I did a lot of actual prayer and looking for peace and discernment from God about the next place to go because I'm kind of the person who wants to stick around. I had no desire to run a business on my own uh, whatsoever. And I went three places over the course of three years um, and they each um, did not follow through with promises. So I was a little bit brokenhearted and I had, uh, I was done. I was never going to sell anything again. I never want to work for anyone again. I had zero beyond zero. I was in the negative zone forever wanting to own my own business. And I was just kind of done. And so I told my husband, that's it. I'm going to market you. You can go out there and do the thing. And I'm going to stay home with our kid and homeschool. And that's what I did. And I call this my Jonah and the whale period because I was hiding from everyone. I was not on social media. Um, I was not, I had people, I was very honored and I had several people who realized I was kind of on the market again, reach out and say, come and work for us. And I was just too broken to say yes. Mm. And so I sat on the beach and volunteered at the homeschool co-op and taught other people's kids and taught my own kid and had just had a lot of fun. <laughs> and I was hiding. Um, and this is going to sound like I'm bragging, but um, I got a call from the executive director, uh, Bob, at the time, 
uh, for Calvert Chamber and, and actually several of the lead women in that group. And actually Kathy, who's executive director now was a big part of this. Um, she is a beautiful, amazing person. And they reached out to me several times and I'm like, ah, you know, I'm not working for anyone. I don't want to work for anyone. And I'm not a chamber member right now. I don't, you know, I don't want to do that. And they wanted me to teach a LinkedIn class and uh, give me this opportunity to speak at the Women to Women event, um, the luncheon. And they were having them at the Chesapeake Church at the time. And um, after a little bit, I was, you know, I decided to say yes, because people matter most, right? And um, I went and I taught and the, the room was full and I just didn't have a understanding of how badly people needed this information. Mm. I just thought, you know, Everybody doesn't everybody know this. Like it, to me, it wasn't a big deal. It wasn't, and I put together a little slideshow. I'd never taught anything on this before. I I stood up there, and the energy in the room was um, you could feel it. Like people were taking notes furiously, and I was really excited, and I could feel them being really excited. And I got approached afterwards. Can you consult us? Can you work for us? Can you do this? And I said no. So I helped people for free for like six months because <laughs> people matter most. And then they had their big conference um, that they do annually for women. And I was asked to be one of the speakers. And um, it was just really a fantastic experience. And really, I give a lot of credit uh, to Kathy and that entire women to women group on really launching my business. Because at one point, my husband looked at me and said, look, you know, you're working for free, but whether you like it or not, you have a business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and it is time to suck it up, Buttercup, and register your business and get a website and get a business card and and let's let's go do this thing. <laughs> you know what I love about what you're saying is, first of all, I love the reference to Jonah, right? Because that whole story, there's a fantastic Priscilla Schreier Bible study on Jonah, and it's all about God's divine interruptions, right? And so you're sort of like, I don't know what God's calling me to do, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stay in my bubble and I'm right. good in my bubble, right? But here's the fascinating thing about what you said and that you were so broken and yet the Lord uses our brokenness. Like brokenness mm -hmm. is necessary for maximum usefulness. That's what Dr. Charles Stanley says. But he put these people in your life and he put you in particular connections to get them to draw you out to say, we want you to teach this class, which then led to, you know, all of this other stuff. And it's just, it's just amazing yeah, it how he aligned all of that for you. And then finally, like the last piece where your husband's like, um, I think <laughs> we got a business. Like, <laughs> you might want to do something with that. Yeah, it was like he he pulled me out of the whale by my ankles, but um, <laughs> yes, because I was seriously trying to hang on, and now I um, I I couldn't tell you how much joy and happiness I experience on a regular basis. Um, my business has moved international. I have clients in the UK and in Canada and Australia, and um, I'm going to have the honor of being featured on a podcast that's uh, out of St. Martin's in the Caribbean that's got 2.2 million followers and uh, they live stream out of New York City as well and I'm building all these collaborations and partnerships and it, and keynoting in Denver and and I mean I just am overwhelmed by everything that has been kind of coming my way and that's how I I mean I I guess I started my business around 2017 2018ish somewhere in there and so I'm just approaching a couple of years at this right 
And I'm just now have my head in the game to say, okay, I'm, map, I'm in detail mapping out my business plan and I'm starting to drive the bus a little before I was just letting anything and everything kind of come. And I think I'm at a much better place where I am more prayerful about his guidance in the business, but giving it some thought and some direction and, and outlining, you know, three and five year goals and, you know, the next year immediate goals. So all these different things are, are taking place um, that are kind of exciting. So, yeah, I want to unpack that a little bit too, because I think that sometimes as we, as God-centered entrepreneurs start to step into an opportunity a, a, a mentor of mine who in my book is known as the velvet hammer. She says when she explains her success that like God opened the doors and I walk through, like I, I take no credit. And so sometimes I think we can miss the doors. What I love about what you said, and I, I really, really want everybody to grasp this is that when, when you are aligned, when, when you are in the place and doing the work that God has for you, that he's predestined for you, which we know in scripture he has, that things start happening and you can't even stop it if you wanted to. Mm -hmm. And often I think sometimes we pull back on that rocket ship shaking and go, oh, hold on a second. I, I, I got to write my business plan. Like the, I can't do business. I got to write my business plan. But you're just now getting to the place where you're saying, okay, now I can write the business plan. I think the message in that is that you don't have to have it all perfect mm -hmm. to do it. It's stepping out in the faith. And, and I mean, talk about exceedingly abundantly beyond what you could think or imagine to have these global connections. And these <laughs> I mean, Crazy. that is not anything you probably would have imagined when no, you're no, holding on like to this belly of the whale. And I love what you said. It like, he's kind of pulling you out by your feet, but what if you hadn't let go? I mean, yeah, I, I, I am more, I, I have so much joy in all and so many aspects of my life. Um, my health and all my family's health is so strong and so good. Uh, my love and my relationship is uh, that of my lifetime and touched by God and, uh, and my business and what I'm able to do in it is bringing me so much joy. And one of the things I struggled over in the beginning of the business was constantly just wanting to help people for free. Mm, and I yes, realized about that, that yes. was just a, a, a really, I was harming the people I love the most mm -hmm. by giving them a service without um, value connected to their subconscious so they would actually implement what they learned and have the success and the transformation from it. Um, and that's, I think, a really hard lesson for a lot of people to learn. So I kept praying on that, actually. And I kept asking God, how do I fix this? How do I make it so anyone who needs my service can have my service and have access to it, but still bring resources of value to my family and then still have them have skin in the game and and um, and really participate and follow through, right, to take action. And that is where, in the very beginning of my business, um, the very one of my very first thoughts was the affiliate program and now this affiliate program is not just for an individual for an additional revenue stream they can you know they get 40 percent of the sale it goes straight to their paypal they can put gas in their car food on their table or buy the course and work with me to get the training they need so i'm available and accessible to anyone who wants to make an effort they just copy and paste the link and share it out on social media it can't get easier than that that additionally opens some doors for me to have the opportunity um, to use my course as a fundraiser so that I can touch the lives of people like 
we're doing it with American Cancer Society. We just are about to launch a program with hospice. We're um, doing some work with Dream Queen and um, and actually many others uh, are I'm beginning to be introduced to, uh, to allow that to be a fundraiser for them. And it does a couple of things because it serves the people who supported these nonprofits forever. These families all have high school students, college students who need you know, the strong presence on LinkedIn for the beginning of their career journey. They all have people who were approaching or maybe past it because I didn't look it up recently, but I know 20% unemployment in our country when in February we were at 3%. Mm-hmm. So people in transition need this strong space because the majority of the jobs and recruiters are looking on LinkedIn and you need to be strong there. And all the businesses that are struggling and looking for additional clients and referral partners uh, and strength in their industry really need to know how to properly leverage that tool. So this is a way for those families and businesses that have supported these different kinds of nonprofits to get this great training, for this nonprofit to get 40%, for my family to have resources and benefit. And it's just so much stronger than a tin of popcorn or a candle, you know? This is a fundraiser that is genuinely making a difference. And I just feel blessed to be a part of the equation. So yeah, I think one of the things that I love about what you said is, and and I think as God-centered entrepreneurs, often we struggle with this. Um, Brian Dixon, who was a guest on my podcast and he's, he wrote the book, um, start with your people. You know, he has a whole course on money because, and, and, and one of my coaching clients recently was saying, you know, I could go start a ministry any day of the week, but when I want to go start a business, it's, it's sort of like, oh, am I supposed to do that? And what I loved is that you realize that it's not bringing the most value to your potential clients if you're not charging for your services because they don't have skin in the game. They're not going to get the value. They're not going to put in the time and effort you know, to get back what they really want to get out of it. And so how do we marry that up? And I think sometimes as God-centered entrepreneurs, um, we think on some level that charging for our services or earning money with our business is somehow not biblical or whatever, because we sort of have this whole like money thing when throughout the Bible, it talks about working, you know, the first thing that God ever did was work. He created. And I love that you realized that and that you just, you took it to the Lord and said, okay, how do I do this? And then you could never have imagined like this other piece that's happening with the nonprofits. Mm -hmm. No, and and it worked out that way. And I think one of the things in my viewpoint, um, two things on that point is divinely, I believe we we are his greatest creation and meant for prosperity. You know, I mean, he creates, um, you know, fruit trees and bushes and they're meant to prosper and flourish and be heavy with fruit. And I think so are we. And something I I remember a turning point in my mindset um, for earning the max capacity for my skill and my talent. Um, I was spending time with a dear friend, uh, Jan Hayden and uh, Jan Jarbo now. And uh, she and I were having lunch and I was sharing this with her and I was feeling like, you know, that whole, you know, rich people can't get through the eye of a needle Mm -hmm. issue Mm -hmm. and um, to get into heaven. And, And she was like, basically shame on you because here's the deal. There is a certain amount of money in the world period. And it's either going to be in the hands of people who are going to use it for his glory and for his kingdom and resources and spaces where it's most needed, or it's going to be in the hands of the people who are just going to go do something completely for themselves for it only. 
You know, these are the, the options out there, right? And so if you're not doing everything you can to make sure that you're as successful as he's allowing you to be based on all your gifts and skills, then you are uh, not expanding his kingdom for his glory uh, or will you be able to have the resources or touch the lives that you're meant to um, because you have this stuck mindset. Um, and so that was a really big, that was a really big deal for me. That's huge. That's huge. Uh, I really, somebody needed to hear that. So I'm so glad that we've dove down into that a little bit. Um, so we have just a few minutes left, Jessica, and I would love to know, um, a couple of things. So, um, where, where do you see, um, you know, right now you're in such a great place. There's so much happening when you have downtimes in the middle of that how do you turn, like, how do you turn to the Lord? And what does that look like? Because, you know, every level has its devils is what they say. So even as everything is going incredibly, there's, there's other things in our life that are, that are always a little bit in flux. And so where, how do you find strength in those moments to, to step back and, and breathe and, you know, sort of walk through challenge when it presents itself, because there will always be challenge. So three ways. Um, I have an amazing dear friend, Stevie, who's out in Texas right now, and her and I have an accountability call every Friday. And so we evaluate um, the successes of the week prior, and we decide on the three main things we really have to focus on and accomplish by the next accountability call. Uh, and that has been huge for me, because uh, just speaking out loud some of those goals, like I randomly said, um, you know, two years ago, I put on my vision board, I really want to be more global. I'd love to um, have some contacts and build some relationships in the UK and Australia. Literally, I now have three huge international networking groups virtually that I am a part of that um, cross over a little bit, but have their own separate pots of people that I had no idea was coming. And I immediately reached out to a couple of people just asking for introductions. Um, and I got one UK and two Australia introductions, right? <laughs> I mean, if, so just speaking these things out loud with my accountability partner have made a big deal. Um, the, the other way is a prayer that I do every day. And I think that keeps me grounded. Um, and it is the prayer of Jabez. And I've added a few little things to it. I say, uh, Heavenly Father, bless me, bless me indeed. Open the windows of heaven and pour out your blessings upon me. Expand my territory for the glory of your kingdom, holding me in the palm of your hand and keeping your hand firmly upon me uh, and keep me far from evil and evil far from me that I might never all cause another harm. And I think having that prayer on a regular basis as my anchor um, is pretty huge. And I had a third way and I don't know where it went. So it must not have been important. <laughs> That's all good. That's all good. I think the best part about that is, um, you know, the accountability, which is huge. Get yourself an accountability partner and then memorizing some scripture, not so that it can be wrote and recited as a ritual, but more that that's the place where you go. You know, when you're having those moments and you well, I know what stop. the third one is now. I'm sorry. Go meditation. Ahead. I've actually been working with a meditation coach, Anne-Marie Tolman, and we have had some really profound meditations and something interesting happens when, and I just wrote this down in my prayer journal. Um, 
this space of being in union with God in mm. this meditation and actually bringing him. And I never really did this before. And I don't know why I bring him everything else, but I've been bringing him uh, business problems to solve or challenges. I don't know how this is going to go. What would it look like? And then I bring this to him in this meditation and I get these answers and I get these really powerful uh, visual gifts from him in my meditation um, about my the world expanding and about um, the different ways I'm going to be able to participate and touch lives that are so far beyond that uh, the ripples I'll ever see or meet right which brings me to tears because that's like my life vision is to touch so many lives that I have no idea how many uh, that they're affected in some positive manner. Right. Um, I love that bringing him into it because I think he's always there. We just somehow, one of my coaching clients says she feels like it's separation of church and state. And what I'm helping her understand is that no, it's bridging faith and business. Like, you know, there's this age old story of, of a woman, I don't know where it's from, but, um, where she says, like, I can give God all of my life, but when it comes to my finances, I think I got this. And it's sort of like, <laughs> when it comes to our businesses, no, he has that too. Mm-hmm. And he wants to communicate and he wants us to see that it's so much bigger and broader than we could think if we would just invite him in, if we would just acknowledge that he's there and that he has us in the palm of his hand. It's so powerful. Well, and it's interesting you said he's got, I've got my finances because I don't even think of him that way anymore. All of our resources belong to him. They're not ours. And it's a matter of having him give us discernment on how to distribute them, you know, and where, where they need to go. And I, I think when you think differently like that, the amount of abundance is so much broader because it all belongs to him. And so whatever lands in our direction, it's just a matter of where would you like it to go, Lord? Exactly. Oh, so awesome. So Jessica, as we close up, this was so beautiful. See, it's perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Um, I would love to know um, two things. One, how would you describe you and your business in three words? And then two, how can we find you? In three words. Hmm. Grateful, hopeful, and collaborative. That is so, I know, I've known Jessica for a while and those, that's a hundred (laughs) percent, especially the collaborative part because you are master at collaboration. Uh, And how can people find you? I am everywhere. (laughs) Well, not like God in that way. He is more everywhere than me, but um, I'm on LinkedIn. I have a website. It's my name. It's uh, Jessica, um, the letter L in the middle, which is for my middle name, which is Lynn. And then my last name, Koch. So JessicaLKoch.com. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. Um, I'm on Twitter. I am on YouTube. Oh, find me on YouTube. Uh, That's growing like, uh, like, crazy too. So all kinds of good stuff. That's, I guess, how you can find me. Awesome. Yay. So Jessica, thank you for joining me. Thank you for your patience and re-recording. I think we brought a whole different level of value for the Pursuing Success God's Way community and for the podcast. And um, I just love you. I'm so excited to watch and just to have been witness to see all the things that that have been happening. And um, it truly has been like watching like physically watching God open doors. Um, And it's been so just so fun to be kind of in the front row to see all that happen. So thanks for being my guest. Oh, thank you for having me. I love, um, 
love being a part of all your celebrations and your success too, your book launch and, and all the things you've done. Um, the very inspiring, all the things you do. Oh, thank you. I think we all have the opportunity to inspire each other. So thanks everybody for tuning in and um, see you next time on the podcast and next week on our weekly dose. You know, the thing I love most about these entrepreneur interviews is the wisdom that springs forth just from the conversation. And I certainly hope that you felt that today. Be sure to check the show notes because that's where you can find all of Jessica's content information and follow her on Facebook, on LinkedIn, on YouTube, etc. as Jessica L. Koch. And I look forward to our next episode. Thanks for tuning into this week's episode of the Hustle with Heart podcast. I pray that it brings you value as you build a business that honors God and serves his people. If you find it valuable, please leave a review and a five-star rating on iTunes. For all things Hustle with Heart, visit my website, erinharrigan.com, where you can connect with me about personalized coaching, find the podcast, as well as my new book, Pursuing Success God's Way, A Practical Guide to Hustle with Heart. Follow me on Facebook as the Hustle with Heart Coach or Instagram as Aaron Harrigan Entrepreneur. I'm praying for you, friend, that your business will serve others in a greater capacity than you could ever imagine.